Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, or be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. I know because it's definitely helped me too. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has three-minute SOS meditations for you. Need some help falling asleep? They can help you with wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has stuff that you could do with your kids too. And their approach to mindfulness can help you reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Like I said, I use Headspace as well. I used to use it back in the day, then I got off of it for a while to use another tool. But then, honestly, I came back to it, and it's even better. The voicing, the meditation, it definitely, even just with five minutes a day, it really changes everything for me. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Incredible. So you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash SPI. That's headspace.com slash SPI for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash SPI today. This is a Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 22. Cue the drums. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, his favorite drink is a sidecar, Pat Flynn. Hey everybody, what's up? This is Pat Flynn and welcome to session number 22. Today I'm super, super stoked because we're bringing back an old guest, a good friend of mine who really impressed the listeners the first time around, Chris Guthrie from MakeMoneyOnTheInternet.com, who was our guest on session number 10, I believe, where he talked about his success with Amazon.com uh, as an affiliate, pushing over a million dollars in product sales. Uh, and, to, and today we're sort of doing a roundtable discussion. Uh, well, I don't know if you can call it a roundtable since there's only two of us. But anyways, we're, we're going to be talking about Everything in regards to affiliate programs, selling products as an affiliate, how to maximize your click-through rates, where to find products you can promote, and just a number of tips and tricks uh, and inspirational stories from our own experiences that we're happy to share with you today. Now, for you absolute beginners out there, selling products as an affiliate kind of works like this. You know, you find a product that someone else has created that's really important, or maybe it's a service that someone else provides. Uh, you generate leads or send people over to that product or service, and if any of those people make a purchase, you get a piece of the profit or commission. And the reason why affiliate marketing is so beautiful and so attractive is, uh, well, that there are a few reasons. First, you don't have to create the products on your own. They're already made for you by someone else. And I've created my own products before, and I, I still continue to do so, but it requires a huge investment of time and a lot of hard work, and especially if you want it to be a product that you can be proud of and one that sells well. With affiliate marketing, you don't have to worry about that at all. Now, Secondly, with affiliate marketing, all you have to worry about is driving traffic through your links or your channels to that product, and that's it. The product owner takes care of the payment processing, the customer service, any returns, and anything that has to do with uh, the transaction after you send them over. You don't have to worry about anything. Even setting up the sales page all the way down to the copy that's written along with that product, you don't have to worry about it at all. 
And thirdly, and most importantly for many, it's actually a relatively simple process to understand, and you can make good money uh, with it. Uh, last month, I believe I hit uh, near or in and around $18,000 in commissions last month from various affiliate programs that I'm a part of, which includes things totally unrelated to making money online. I think it's an important thing to mention, uh, such as wedding invitations and, and solar panels. I've never really mentioned that before, but those are some of the other things that uh, I'm involved with as far as affiliate marketing is concerned. And Chris, of course, sells a ton of stuff from Amazon as an affiliate. And we'll get into his, his exact figures in a second, but it's really impressive what he's doing. And hopefully together, he and I can provide you with some good tips for affiliate marketing today, whether you already have a site and you are an affiliate for existing products and you want to increase your sales that way, or you just want to get into it and understand how it works. So without further ado, Chris, dude, welcome back to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Pat. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, man. So today we're going to be talking a lot about affiliate marketing, everything that the beginner needs to know from all the way to some expert uh, tips techniques and strategies we can use to to increase our sales or to finally get sales if people aren't, aren't using it but um first of all you know i just start with, i want to start from the very very beginning i know you do a lot of stuff you sell products you have courses you create wordpress plugins sort of like what i do trying to uh, do as much as possible but um i know you're an affiliate marketer at heart i mean you, you crush it with amazon sales on all your niche sites but i really want to ask you what was your first experience with selling something as an affiliate yeah, so I think the big, the first thing would be going back to one of the very first sites I started about six years ago was GamingVids.com with a Z. Um, and people that have been in my blog or whatever know I've talked about that site before and how many mistakes I made. But uh, the first thing was through that site using Commission Junction's affiliate program. What's uh, um, so, so commission? I know what Commission Junction is, but a lot of people don't know what that is. Uh, that, that's at CJ.com. And it's basically, a, would you classify it as a CPA site or a cost per acquisition site? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically just an affiliate program site. And companies use Commission Junction and their infrastructure to set up their own affiliate, set up the, an affiliate program through them rather than um, having their own in-house affiliate program. So you can sign up for CJ and see, you know, a bazillion different companies and all different types of industries on there giving you the opportunity to sell their products for a commission. Yeah, they were um, one of the first companies, to, I, I believe, um, I wasn't actually doing affiliate marketing way back in the early or the mid-90s, but I believe they're one of the first companies to get into the space. And yeah, I mean, there's companies on there that literally thousands of them, and then you can just sign up as an affiliate and promote products from their from their company. So what did you use for gaming vids? I believe it was, it was so long ago, I actually don't even remember all the ones. I know I tried one through Newegg, um, which is kind of an interesting thing because you normally think computers for them. Mm -hmm. But um, there was a capture cards, which is like a device that allows you to capture video from your game console that I was referring as an affiliate um, through there. And so that would have been through, I believe. Nice. Um, I can't remember who it was. I think yeah, it was New Egg, but <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Um, I mean that that that's really cool to hear all that, and and you've 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 definitely come a very long way. And now you primarily promote affiliate products through Amazon. Uh, we all know this. We we talked about this the last time you came on the show. But how much product have you pushed? Uh, the lot the I mean since you started really. Yeah, so I started in early January two thousand nine, and by mid 
June or so, I was doing uh, several thousand dollars a month. And in total, I've probably done uh, close to $100,000 in total profit from Amazon, which Jeez. would translate to uh, close to a million five hundred thousand dollars in revenue. So that's it's, crazy, dude. They must love you. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's quite a bit of money, but I know they have other publishers that are doing even more than that. So, um, yeah, I live in Seattle, where Amazon's based as well, and I've actually made contact with a few of them, and I'm kind of trying to <laughs> meet you, up with them in person somehow. But <laughs> you should. I mean, they. I mean, a million and a half dollars is is isn't chump change. I mean, they, I mean, a lot of affiliate programs that I've been in. Uh, you know, I've been their top affiliate or uh, one of their top affiliates, and they've uh, invited me to places. They've given me gift baskets, which is really cool. I mean, uh, uh, but I mean, if if you ever end up, you know, having your own product and having a sales force or an affiliate team working for you, it's definitely a great thing to do because that that really had a good impression on me and the company I was promoting for. So uh, it definitely made me want to promote for them. So that actually leads into my first experience with affiliate marketing. As many of you know, uh, I have a website at greenexamacademy.com where uh, I was blogging about the lead exam. I wrote a study guide for it. I uh, created an audio guide for it and more guides down the future. I mean, that's basically what launched me into this this uh, Make Money Online space and smartpassiveincome.com as well. But my first really experience with affiliate marketing was on that site. And what happened was I noticed that, uh, you know, I had Google AdSense up on there for a while. And this one company was always showing up on every single ad on every single page. And, and uh, I checked them out. And actually, it was a company that I had used to, to help me pass the exam. It was a practice exam site. I didn't have any pra practice exams on my own site. And I had, I had actually thought about creating my own. But when I found this company, you know, I remember the great experience I had with them. And I was like, hey, wouldn't it be awesome if I just sold their product on my site? And again, I didn't know how it all worked. Um, so I basically, you know, I didn't, I didn't do any research to see if they were in Commission Junction, which they're not, or they had their own affiliate, uh, uh, or, or they were in any of other affiliate networks, and, and they weren't. So basically, I, just, I actually just contacted them, and I said, hey, do you guys have an affiliate program? And they said, uh, we do. And so they set me up. They just gave me a special link uh, that I just put on my site. And that link brings people over to their site, offers the practice exams. It has my little cookie in it. So I always get credit for any time someone purchases after going through that link. And for over two years now, I've just had those links up on my site. I don't do any promotional work whatsoever. It's just all organic traffic coming to the site and wanting to get practice exams. Um, I also I also embedded that link within the ebook uh, as well that I sell, which is uh, one of the strategies we can talk about later. But it's, it's a perfect... Uh, kind of supplement to the um, study guide that I give away, and I, I get a check in the mail every every two weeks for about two thousand dollars or uh, fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars from from that company just because I asked uh, if they had an affiliate program. You know, a, a lot of times you'll go through and you, and, and uh, you know you might you might f see a, a company that has a perfect product for your particular website, but they don't they aren't in CJ or they they even don't show that they have an affiliate program because you know at the bottom of the website sometimes they'll have something that says partners or affiliates where you can sign up but sometimes you just have to ask um and and that that's one that's one of my tips for you if, if you're having trouble finding the perfect product to promote as an affiliate for your website do you have any other tips uh, as far as finding uh good products to sell uh on your on the site well, yeah, actually, even just piggybacking off of what you said, if you um, just even contact the companies that you're promoting their products for, I mean, Amazon's a huge company, so I mean, I 
kind of just reached out to them just because I'm based in Seattle and wanted to try and meet up with them since they're local. But um, companies that aren't, you know, nearly as huge as Amazon, they're still making, you know, a lot of money online or driving a lot of revenue. But if you um, are an affiliate with them, you can you can find out um, things like getting higher payouts. Uh, you can also just get other types of perks that you might not normally get if you just didn't ask. So again, just kind of parroting what you said about just asking. Um, you know, you can apply that to you know almost anything else in the affiliate relationship. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, now, a lot of people, you know, and I want to get your take on this. Um, you know, a lot of people feel like they are, they're not comfortable with promoting a product that they really don't know that much about. You know, it just seems like it's a product that would work well, but they don't know much about it. Like, what do you do if you have a website about? I don't know, uh, say you have a website about dog training and you want to sell dog training products as an affiliate. Uh, a lot of people aren't comfortable with just picking a random one out there and and selling it. Uh, you know, what would you recommend to do as far as, you know, making sure that product is good or, you know, is there any place to, to you know, would you even recommend buying that product before promoting it or what, do, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so if we're going with the dog training niche, um, I almost would immediately just think of clickbank.com. Um, they're a huge, um, pretty much the biggest online marketplace for digital goods. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even on the sales page of any type of dog training uh, product or you know, any product for that matter, they're going to have some area where you can contact them. Um, clickbank actually requires you to have an email address or a link to a contact page. So you know that if it's being sold on Clickbank, then there is a there is a way to contact the owner, and you can just contact them and ask them. Say, hey, I have a website in this niche. I'm getting this much traffic, or you can say, I'm, or I've spent I have this many articles, etc. And you could say, I'd like to just check out your product. Can you send me a free copy so I can investigate and decide if I want to promote it? And at that point, they'll either you know most of the time, I'd say almost ninety percent of the time or more, they're going to say, sure, here's here's a link, here's an access, um, here's an account, etc. Um, because they want you to help promote it and help them get more sales. So likewise, I do the same thing if people ask me. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually a really great tip I didn't even think of. Um, obviously, you'll probably want to have some type of website set up already so that they can see it. And they're, you know, so you're yeah. not just like a person who's just asking to get that product uh, just to get that product. But um, but yeah, that I mean, that's a, that's an excellent tip. I didn't even know that ClickBank required that. So that, that's that's really good. And I think um, if any company is serious about their product, they're going to contact you, give you that product, and be confident that that is something that you're going to be comfortable promoting. Exactly. And then also, even if we're you know continuing to talk about ClickBank, the, the marketplace shows you uh, Gravity, which is just basically uh, a way of describing how popular the product is. So if you see that it has a higher Gravity and you're looking in the dog training niche, then you could almost just look for whatever the most highest gravity item is, and you know, generally speaking, it should be um, it, it should be all right. You know, it should be a decent product. I shouldn't say it'll be awesome because um, if you're looking at internet marketing products, then sometimes there's really high gravity, but they're not really quality products. They just have people that are promoting them heavily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I think you know, going along with that, as far as getting the product in hand and making sure it's a good one, I think that's that's key. Here, that's something that I really uh, always do, especially on smartpassiveincome.com, because I, I can't, you know, and even though I have the opportunity to, um, and I sh- I'm sure you do too. I mean, uh, I get I get offered JV and uh, you know joint venture offers all the time for all sorts of products. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity to just 
post a blog post about a new product or, or you know make make even more money but really for long-term process if you want to have success with affiliate marketing you're gonna have to promote a product that you're confident with you're gonna have to promote a product that uh, I mean I feel like you have to be able to kind of sort of be the customer service for that product like even though part of the traction behind promoting a product as affiliate is you can just get people to go through a link and then you're done with them and then you might make money. I mean, I think that a true great affiliate marketer is someone who stands by that product, even though it's not theirs and would be able to answer any question about that product. Um, and that would just boost the confidence of any buyer in my opinion. Oh, definitely. I think especially in uh, this space where we both have blogs, um, there's so many people that are kind of really shady. So it really only takes one time of kind of breaking someone's trust that you're going to kind of mm -hmm. lose that person. And then they might become someone that's going to be saying bad things about you. So um, especially in a space where you're, you have a blog and you're trying to build a reputation, that's key. But even too, in, um, if you, you know, have, a, uh, have another blog, um, say on some type of a product, I mean, you can become uh, the authority in that type of space. I mean, that's what I did with netbookreviews.com is my goal was to be the absolute best um, source for people to come to find reviews of netbooks. So, I mean, that's why I was going about getting the actual netbooks in hand so I could review them over video and provide more in-depth detail, whereas, you know, other affiliates and other people that were ranking in Google were just copying content from CNET or other top review sites mm -hmm. and just publishing those. So... So let's let, let's actually talk about netbook reviews, uh, if you don't mind. I, I think that's a fantastic, successful case study that I'm sure a lot of the listeners would... Uh, would want to dig into if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, there's, I, I, the only thing I really can disclose is the total sale price. But okay, um, because because you did sell that site uh, for a significant amount of money, which is which is awesome. I mean, congratulations. Um, and I know that's kind of uh, a new kind of model you're you're kind of experimenting with as far as generating an income online. Um, not necessarily flipping sites. Um, but you know, really building high authority sites and then and then selling them for for large amounts of money. So congratulations uh, to you, Chris, uh, for all the yeah. success so far. But let's start from the beginning. I mean, how did you? How did Netbook Reviews? Uh, is it dot com? Uh, yeah, dot com. Uh, how did that? Where did that start? Yeah. So back in the fall of two thousand eight, the one of the very first netbooks first came out, and it was back when they were using uh, Linux as the operating system before Microsoft really recognized it as being a potentially huge market. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, I've I've been doing these website things and running video game forums and other little niche sites, um, trying to find ways to make money. And I thought maybe I'll just do. And this is kind of an original idea, but. To me, it sounded, you know, I was like, let's just try it. Mm -hmm. I was like, let me just try and do a, a product review site on netbooks. So um, I just kind of went down the list of looking at domains that were already registered and looking at ones that I could um, just buy from others. And I ended up contacting the guy that owned netbookreviews.com. He registered it back in like 2001 or something. It was a long time ago. And I ended up buying that domain name for, I believe it was only $250. Nice. <laughs> so I mean I think that I I mean I got a good deal but at the time too it was kind of also um seeing a, a trend too you know I mean netbooks weren't even really that popular at the time when I first contacted the owner to buy the domain from him he didn't even know what a netbook was he just had the idea to make like an online he thought that books would be called like netbooks and he would sell like, so an funny. online you know a netbook store so 
and which is entirely possible, I guess, back in 2001. But um, yeah, so I mean, we just I just contacted him and started that site up from early January uh, 2009, I think was one of the first posts. And just really just started writing netbook news. And at the time, I didn't have any reviews because um, there wasn't, I mean, I, I wasn't really trying to contact companies. But once I started making more money, just writing news posts and linking to products on Amazon, um, I started contacting companies like Samsung, Sony, et cetera, and asking them to send me the netbooks. And that actually worked pretty well. I mean, I. They'd have, send you the notebooks? Yeah, yeah. They sent me, um, I probably reviewed at least 20 or 30 of your netbooks, maybe more. Do you have them all at your house right now? Just chilling. (laughs) Well, so that's the thing is with with these types of companies, most of the time it's a PR team that's in charge of of them. Uh So if you ever wanted to, you know, get a a product to review for your your website, um, you could just contact, you just search, you know, whatever the company name is, say Samsung, uh, Samsung PR or Samsung marketing, something like that. And you can kind of search for the results and eventually find out who's in charge of it. And so I did that, got these companies to send me out netbooks. I just kind of lead them. I mean, I'm, I kind of come from a sales background, so I just kind of would just try and sell them on the idea that they should give me a netbook because I have a website that is about netbook reviews. Yeah, <laughs> And I'd sense. say, I'm like, this is how much traffic I'm getting. Or if I wasn't getting a lot of traffic at the time, I just wouldn't say that. I'd say, I have a website about netbook reviews. And um, I love to promote your products. Can you send me out a netbook? So they sent those out. I didn't get to keep them. Um, that was the one downside. Wow. Otherwise, I probably would have been giving them away as a promotion. But um, certain items, you know, other companies that aren't selling as expensive as items, maybe $30 or $50 or something, maybe even higher, they might give them to you for free. Um, but with them, they were kind of, they kind of had this strategy and this mentality down pretty, um, pretty solid. You know, it was for years they've been giving out demo products for tech companies yeah, or tech yeah. tech sites to review so that's really smart so so how long after you started writing content till you were able to kind of get those companies on board with you and start sending you products um well i remember on my lunch breaks back at my day job calling companies <laughs> and just like i'd find out the number and i just kind of cold call them like i was a sales salesman <laughs> Dude, that's awesome and i would just you know i mean i think a lot of and this is just kind of general advice, a lot of what I think kind of separates people that are going to end up doing well and people that aren't is just kind of being willing to throw yourself out there and kind of hustle to, to get something done. And so I was contacting companies just during my lunch break um, when I used to work at an old job and asking them to send me out uh, the netbooks. And I think that probably started around six to seven months after I started the site. Mm-hmm. And did you did you have posts up every day or was it every week or? um, Yeah, I built that site entirely while working a full time forty to fifty hour a day or fifty a week. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) uh, Sales job, so it was pretty much just when I got time, when I got home, and it'd be I'd spend maybe an hour or two a day kind of scouring the news, and then also looking for other things that I could report on as well that people weren't talking about. But um, that. Uh, so from the time I started that site, it was about a little over a year and a half before I ended up selling it. So, I mean, I was wow. making a lot of money from the site. And then also, um, unlike when I got fired from my day job, I actually, when I sold this site and kind of got fired from that site, um, <laughs> I got to actually keep <laughs> a lot more money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. Um, 
Wow, that, that that's that's an amazing story. Uh, as far as keyword research and stuff, did did that play a role in this at all, or uh, you know, you just happened to to start ranking for this keyword after the, after you started building it? Um, well, I think some of it had to do with the quality of the domain name. Um, you know, obviously the site would rank for netbook reviews more easily than um, some other site. I think just having keyword in general in the domain name helps. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit less of a bonus now after Google's most recent update, but from just my own sites and talking with other friends that are in this industry and doing SEO type stuff, um, they're still seeing it not they're still seeing a bonus from the keyword domain names. So um, it was that, but then also too, the idea with um, most sites that I build is to try and be the best for that keyword, you know? And what do you mean by the best? Yeah, so perfect examples with uh, Netbook Reviews. Um, when I first thought about building out this site and I kind of looked at other, when I searched Netbook Reviews in Google, I saw most people, um, with the exception of CNET, which is a huge media conglomerate owned by, I believe, CBS, mm -hmm. um, no one was really doing actual product reviews over video. And so I think one of the most key principles in marketing that I learned um, is that you got to be different in some way than your competitors. And differentiation is really kind of what will set you apart and help you be successful or not. And so for me, it was kind of trying to provide the best possible reviews. Then also I would try and do things like breaking netbook news as well. So I got linked to buying gadget and other sites um, as well like that, that are really huge. And that kind of helped as well. So it was, it wasn't even really a focus on I'm link building right now, rather I'm just making an awesome site mm -hmm. and people are linking to it because it's awesome. Great. Yeah. I mean, that sounds more of like an authority site, I guess you could say, because you want to be the best. You want to be the resource. When people think of netbooks and reviews from netbooks, you want to be the site that everyone tells their friends about, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. That, I mean, that, that's a great strategy. That's the same strategy I had with uh, with my niche site at securityguardtradinghq.com. And I do very minimal affiliate marketing on that site. Right now, it's currently making uh, a little over a thousand a month on AdSense, but I do link to Amazon and I do see some income coming from Amazon as well. And the way that I do that is I have a, I actually have a post on there. It's a top, it's called the top 10, uh, security guard gear items or so I forget the exact title, but it mm. lists all the things that a security guard would need, why you would need them. You know, I go really into depth about, uh, what a security guard needs, which is something that, you know, someone who visits my site would absolutely want. Um, and, uh, you know, I have links to Amazon for each of those products, uh, you know, boots, belts, flashlights, uh, first aid kits and all that stuff. Um, and actually that, that's, that page gets viewed quite often on my site and it actually gets paid, uh, gets, uh, viewed quite often by direct links, uh, or direct, you know, traffic, meaning mm -hmm. people go directly there first. So people are talking about that with their, uh, maybe their coworkers or their friends or something, or people are linking to it from other sites specifically, uh, which, which is which is pretty interesting. And, and it goes along with what you're saying about wanting to be the best. I mean, a lot of people get into this internet marketing stuff and they don't want to be the best. They just want to have the best chance of making the most money uh, by building a billion websites that, uh, you know, all rank for Google and, and all this stuff when really the focus should be on the end user, the person who's going to be visiting your site. Because, I mean, you could build a site for Google, but Google's always changing. And, um, you know, Google isn't the one that's going to be, uh, you know, providing the income for you, really. It's the people who click on those ads or the people who buy those products through your affiliate link. And it's, uh, that can only be done through providing great value and, uh, and 
like you said, striving to become that that best website. You, I mean, I want security guard training uh, HQ.com to be the best security guard training website out there. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly what it is. But so let, let, let's move on. Let's talk about kind of the keys to having success with an affiliate program. Maybe you found a product on CJ.com or Amazon or ClickBank or uh, ShareSale or, or some other affiliate network and you want to promote it. Um, for me, uh, and, and I'd like to get your kind of take on this too, but I, I feel there's kind of two different routes here as far as promoting a product. So it depends on what kind of site you have. Um, excuse me. Uh, the, 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 there's kind of two routes here. First is the kind of niche site route. We talked a little bit about the authority site route. Uh, but the niche site route is really building sites for a specific product or a specific keyword, really. Um, and, and really, the success on that depends on the work that's done before the site's even started. Uh, for example, keyword research. Um, and I mean, that's really the main thing. And understanding that there are that many searches for this particular keyword, which will hopefully be in your domain name. Uh, understanding that the competition is relatively low because if there's a lot of competition, you know, you could have the best site in the world, but it's going to be pretty difficult to, to make your way into the top 10 in Google, which is where you want to be. And also the linking strategies. I mean, those are all super important things when it comes to, uh, you know, making money with an affiliate program through a niche site. Um, but the rules are a little bit different when it comes to an authority site. Um, and I, I think of uh, you know, Security Guard Training HQ is starting to become an authority site. It seems like Netbooks Review, uh, although it is a niche site, uh, is, is also an authority site in a way that it kind of has a, an audience base, um, a following almost. Um, and the, the, the thing about going the authority site route, and I'll, I'll just mention smartpassiveincome.com uh, as an example. You know, I make the most money off that site by recommending or promoting products that really matter to those people to the, that help them that provide value for them uh that add to my product line i guess you could say i mean they, they aren't even products that i've created but they add to my product line because they uh are uh, they 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 go exactly along with exactly the things that I, i'm teaching i mean uh wanting to understand exactly how all those products work becoming an actual sales rep for that particular product i guess you could say you know under you know uh, one of the big attractions and, and i've mentioned this before about affiliate marketing is you can just send people through a link and then just let it be the company who owns that product will take care of everything else after that point but for an authority site the best way to go about it is to show people exactly how it's used to be there as a resource to use that uh, for how to use that product and just uh, really make people who are going to purchase that product comfortable about making that purchase. Yeah, definitely. I think that um, the niche, the niche versus authority site uh, mentality is uh, something where you know, I like to do kind of both. And the reason why I do both is just because um, niche sites, um, you know, even if I have the mentality of trying to make the best site, um, if I, you never know what Google might do. And with an authority site, where in the main, I guess we should kind of just define the two. I, mm -hmm. I think of an authority site being something where you have people that that are coming back to read your site because they like the information or they're interested in making a purchase in that niche, but and they've recognized you as someone that they should trust and and listen to your recommendations. Yes. Um, whereas a niche site would be something where you've set up a site, you've created the content, and done your keyword research to determine that 
it could be a profitable market and build some articles and it's kind of just there setting it and forgetting it. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you, you might come back and tweak things, add ads, add more content, et cetera, but there are more people coming in from just certain search results. They're there once or twice and they're, and they're gone. Yeah, I think that's a great point with niche sites. I mean, your goal with the niche sites is to just get people to click on those links, uh, really. I mean, provide them with value so that they do click on those links. But uh, I, I forget who is it that said it. It might have even been you who said it, but uh, with, with especially with Amazon, your, your primary goal is to just get people on Amazon and let Amazon do all the work uh, after they visited your site and take them from there. Yeah, I mean, if you almost if you're doing a review and you're looking at um, yeah, good good things are comparison reviews between two similar products because mm -hmm. um, in that way you can kind of help take out um, the idea that they're trying to still decide about what to buy because you kind of want them to make up their mind on what they're going to be buying before mm -hmm. they leave your site through your affiliate link because then they're more likely to buy within that 24 hour cookie oh. time frame. Mm -hmm. um, that's for, if you're that's dealing, for Amazon, right? The 24 yeah, hour cookie. Yeah, and if you're dealing with um, other affiliate programs through share a sale, link share, commission junction, et cetera, et cetera, um, the cookie length will will vary, and there'll be less of that that focus on trying to get them to buy um, because you can kind of just send them there, and you know you have the next fifteen to sixty days, depending on the affiliate program, to get them to buy. So yeah. That's one strategy, I guess. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean, well, let's just let's just knock down a whole bunch of strategies we can use on our websites, whether it's a niche site or an authority site or whatever. Just share as much as we know. I mean, uh, like just unique strategies that we we've used or that we've noticed other people use to uh, promote products as affiliates. So I'll start, and I've mentioned this earlier, is I embed affiliate links in some of my eBooks. Um, I mean, why not? Especially if it's a product that is very goes perfectly with whatever it is you're trying with uh, whatever it is you you have in your ebook, whether you sell that ebook or whether you uh, give that ebook away for free. I mean, that's the beauty about ebooks is is electronic. People can actually click on those links and get sent off wherever. So why not have affiliate links in there? I mean, you'll want to disclose that those are affiliate links. And uh, really, the trick is uh, not really a trick, but just to be honest about it and let them know that, you know, this is a product that you can get through my affiliate link that will help you do whatever it is that, I mean, uh, that they're trying to do or whatever it is that you're trying to teach them or help them uh, do. Um, and then more than likely, a lot of those people are going to, you know, thank you for that information and helping them with uh, giving them kind of the, the right direction and they'll they'll pay you back by going through your affiliate link. So that's my first strategy. You know, I did that with um, my lead exam study guide. I put affiliate links for my eBooks in there. And also in my eBook, eBooks a Smart Way, which you can get at eBooksasmartway.com, I have affiliate links in there too. Um, just for for little things like uh, a MindMeister mind mapping account or eJunkie, uh, and and because of that, you know, eJunkie sends me a little bit of money every uh, every month, um, and so does MindMeister. Yeah, and I think that um, you know stuff that you that you do on your blog can really kind of be applied to other niches that aren't even related to um, online business. And um, you can, even when, even just in talking about products that you recommend and say that are good. Um, the same thing could be applied to if you're doing a site that's kind of product oriented, mm -hmm. or even if it was some service oriented thing. You could just do like bestsellers, um, bestseller type posts, or you could do great idea just product comparison posts. People are always looking um, between two different popular models of products. Um, there's other things too. I mean, if you did video reviews on YouTube, you could link using your affiliate link in the actual YouTube location. You could link to Amazon from 
inside that area. And um, I mean, that's those are a few strategies as well for just just in terms of linking additionally. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great idea. Uh, the, the the kind of dual comparison posts are great. I mean, I'm just thinking of of classic, you know, comparison type things like, do I use uh, eJunkie or ClickBank for an affiliate program? Or do I buy an iPhone or do I get an Android phone? Or, you know, all those types of things. And if you can convince, you know, person one way or the other, I mean, you can have links for both things on there and potentially your money no matter what decision they make. Yeah, and I think... I think it really a lot of it too just kind of comes back to you know when you do your initial re- niche research, um, not to step take a step back, but I mean, uh, if you really kind of you really want to think about the niche not only in terms of how much traffic it gets, but then also just what can be sold. You know, um, with the netbook reviews site, it was pretty clear mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I could just sell netbooks. But I mean, I've had multiple failed websites that I've talked about before in the past. Um, <laughs> I had that that weren't really selling anything, so it was kind of like what? Do you have an example? Uh, Yeah, I'll share one if after you share one. Yeah, I have a few. I have. Let me think. Let me think of a few. I'm trying to think of which ones I even want to share. Uh, I'll start. Some of them are embarrassing. So Um, yeah, you go ahead and start. (laughs) I mean, this is embarrassing too. But I I created a site one time, um, based purely on keyword research. Um, Keywords looked excellent, and it was at howtomemorizeanything.com. And it was a site where I was going to talk about uh, memorization and, and uh, you know, helping people with passing tests and stuff like that. So I wrote stuff for maybe a couple weeks and then it just totally died. It just it just my my passion behind it. There was absolutely none of that. Um, and then now that I think about it, after you mentioned what you were just talking about as far as products, I mean, what the heck was I going to sell? Uh, there maybe now there could be potential for like you know iPhone apps to help you study or or uh, flashcards or something, but I just I mean it wasn't going to work. So I, I just that site's gone now. Um, I was actually pretty proud of what it looked like though. Too bad it's gone. <laughs> well, I mean I had I had a, a few. I mean I I mentioned the video game site before, and even at the height of its popularity, it was only making about five hundred dollars a month. Which sounds Still like a lot, bad. but that was, but I mean, that was half a million page views. So I mean, that's a lot of traffic to be only making that much money. Oh wow! But when I started, even just recently, even after I had success with Amazon and other niches, it's almost as if I didn't learn my lesson. I really just wanted to keep coming back to the gaming niche. <laughs> but I started uh, pwnedblog.com, which was just the blog that I thought um, because games are getting more um, advanced in the sense that you can take pictures inside the actual game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I used to play Halo a lot and you can take pictures inside Halo of different kills or whatever. And I thought it'd be funny to make almost like a fail blog, but for the digital gaming realm. So yeah. it was like, I thought it was a decent idea and that Sounds it was like kind a good of unique. Idea. Yeah, but then, um, yeah, I mean, I, and, and I could probably could, could have spent some more time really trying to build it out. But there's just not a ton of money in that space unless you have an absolute insane amount of traffic. And, and the way those... And you almost kind of want to look to it just the way other sites are making money in the niche before you go into it. I mean, um, when I look at Failblog and the other, the other sites, <clears throat> they're making money just from CPM banner ads and AdSense, et cetera. And, you know, they have huge networks of sites kind of all interlinking between each other, showing pictures of people falling, cats yeah. with weird drawings <laughs> on them and stuff. Whereas I had just this one thing and, and, um, it's I don't know. It just wasn't a very good idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this just shows you everybody out there listening that you know, 
in this space, you can have a few bad ideas. I mean, you can have a million bad ideas. It just takes really one good idea to really, you know, get to a point where you're just making good money. And and, and sometimes it'll take a bunch of fails before you can uh, find, you know, uh, your your place in in the online world uh, and get something going that you're really passionate about. And that will generate you an income. I mean, it might take a while. You know, uh, I'm I'm sure a lot of you think I've I've gotten pretty lucky, uh, and and I have, but I've also like Chris uh, failed quite often too, um, in a lot of in a lot of different projects. Uh, but yeah, I mean that just shows you that there. It's so funny that that you mentioned uh, Pwn blog. I mean, I think that that's a great <laughs> idea, but you're right. I mean, uh, a lot of the fail blogs and stuff, they also have actual hardcover books that they've been selling at places like Urban Outfitters or something. That's that's another monetization strategy i've noticed that they've gone into but that's a whole that's book publishing and a whole another mess of issues there yeah (laughs) um another strategy that i use uh and which is appropriate to to mention here on the podcast is actually using podcast uh you know chris actually has a brand new podcast uh make money on the internet you can find them on itunes and i'll actually have a link to your podcast uh in um in my show notes and actually you are now featured uh, at this moment um in the new noteworthy section in the overall business category. So congratulations. Uh, yeah, thanks. That, I remember you, you sent me the the picture of it. I, you know, I wasn't even that much of an iTunes user myself, so I didn't even know where to find. <laughs> yeah, man. Where to find uh, that. <laughs> you're, you're up there, right? Big, bold uh, picture of you uh, right at the top for people to click on. You got, I think you have like 18 reviews. Um, I'm, I'm stalking you, by the way. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, podcasts are a great way to uh, to to do some affiliate marketing on. I mean, you don't, uh, with, with anything, a podcast or uh, social networks or blogs or emails or anything, my take is, at least for authority sites and sites where there's a huge audience base and people that come back to me for more information, the last thing you want to do is just pound people, pound your followers with affiliate offer after affiliate offer with products that you don't probably don't even know much about or even if you do know about them, you, you don't want to wear them out. Uh, and, and your primary purpose shouldn't be to make money. It should be to provide great information that will help them achieve something or help them get to the next level somehow. So going back to the podcast, you know, one of the things I do uh, is I always mention a few things. Um, I always mention a URL. You may have heard me say this at keywordresearchwebinar.com. That's actually a webinar that I did, and, and the webinar is, a whole, is another strategy, and it kind of plays along with this, but as far as the podcast is, is concerned, that link or that URL, keywordresearchwebinar.com, forwards to a particular page on my blog where I show a replay of a webinar where I talk about keyword research. Uh, so that's one part of the strategy, actually using a podcast, sh- uh, buying a domain that you could use to forward people to certain areas. So Chris, I know you're new with the podcast, but if you ever have any products or something you want to sell, that might be one, uh, something you might want to do. Get a really quick, easy URL that you could share on the podcast that's a lot easier to go to uh, since you're talking and people can't click on your voice um uh i don't know if you've done that already uh yeah i i uh, i bought chrisloves.com and then i've used it as a just like a short forwarding url system so i don't use individual domains but yeah i can see the oh chris loves whatever right yeah yeah and i just use like a a, a forward slash or or not a forward slash but i just use like a url re- redirection program so oh, that that's that's pretty smart too um okay great uh but on that keyword rever- uh 
keywordresearchwebinar.com page, which is on Smart Passive Income. It shows a replay of a keyword research webinar. It's about an hour and a half long, actually, but it's really high quality information, totally free. People can understand exactly how to do keyword research there. And within that presentation, I show people how I use a product called Market Samurai, which is a keyword research and uh, SEO competition t uh, analyzation tool. Um, and I, I don't force people on it. I just say, this is what I use to do it. And I also offer the kind of free ways to do the same research, but people, they understand how much time it takes to do it free. So they get interested in the product and I show them how easy it is to use. Cause a lot of people are intimidated by using new products like that. And literally every single day I get a couple, you know, two, three, sometimes up to four or five commissions from that one keyword research webinar webpage. Um, and it, it's, it's amazing. I mean, that, that's four or $5,000 extra a month for me, uh, which is awesome. And again, I'm providing people with content. They're happy to get a product that helps them with their keyword research. Um, it, and it's a win-win for everybody. So as far as the podcast is, is concerned, you know, I have that really quick and easy URL forwards to a high value page where it shows a product that I recommend. And also the thing with a podcast and this goes along with a blog or, um, uh, you know, YouTube videos is once you post it, it's up there forever. I mean, forever how long the internet's alive and uh, people can always go back to it. I mean, people are listening to some of my first podcast episodes where I have other uh, URLs that forward to other things that do something similar. Um, but once you post it up there, it's like a little seed that you plant. And every time someone listens uh, listens to it or comes across your video or reads that blog post, 